You are listening to Amazingly Terrible, and this week we're reviewing Starfleet X-Bomber Season 1, Episode 18, Destroy the Prison Planet. You're listening to Amazingly Terrible. We are your friends and have only your best interest at heart. My name's Adam. My name's Matt. I mean, friend Matt. I am Comrade David. Hello, Comrade. <laughs> and I'm Barry fucking Hercules. <laughs> and this week is Starfleet X-Bomber. Yeah! Nice, nice. So, um, how was your week? Pretty good for myself. Was good. it as good as Starfleet X-Bomber? <laughs> no, no, this this actually was like the icing, because I... I my week was, like, super busy, so I didn't get a chance to actually watch Same. this until today. And in all fairness, I think I was up, like, super late last night, like, till 2 a.m., and I think I watched it at some point in time in there. And I was like, maybe I like this so much because I'm, like, delirious from sleep deprivation. And I watched it first thing this morning, and I was like, nope. Nope. This is it. You were like, was this just a one-night stand? <laughs> no. <laughs> then, I, then I saw Starfleet Bomber X, you know. Right. Waking up in bed next to me in my uh, yeah. dress shirt, you know. Yeah, yeah. Her, her her hair, hair all thrown across your pillow. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you just called your mom, mom. I'm gonna get married. I think she's the one, mom. I I hope you're ready for some goddamn ridiculous children that are half <laughs> puppet, half human hybrids. Yeah. We're going to have three kids, Mom. The skinny one, the fat one, and Barry <laughs> the fucking <baby>. Hercules. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Barry Hercules isn't even a space pilot. No. It's just Barry that, that Hercules. Really is the best. I'm yes. Barry Hercules. Oh, oh man. It's like he, okay. I, he took... He completely wandered in from another fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) And his voice actor, too. Oh, yeah. It's just fucking amazing. (laughs) Okay, so this is also the rare occasion where we are all drinking while we're podcasting. Mm. Appropriately. What is everybody's drink of choice today? My drink of choice is a good stiff pull on the old vaporizer and a, then a Narragansett lager. Yeah, Gannies. No yeah. longer made in Rhode Island, though. Nice. Oh, They're my actually, God. I had one of those during a uh, theater screening of Labyrinth a few weeks ago. Very good. Nice. No longer That's made in Rhode Island. I thought, I thought this tasted clean. You, yeah, it's you... made in New York now. <laughs> <laughs> David, That's the beer a... that they were drinking in Jaws, by the way. Like when oh, they were nice. out with Quint on his boat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and nice little bit of trivia. And Narragansett last year actually released that retro can design from the seventies that they yeah. had in the movie or whatever, and so you could get the nineteen seventy whatever it was version of the can. They, I mean, Gandy is just that. cheap shit beer. Hey. But you can pound them. Don't you talk about my ganny that way. <laughs> and you, you go fish for fucking sharks. It's true. But they don't run through you the way a, a Budweiser does. Like, I could pound 12 Budweiser's and never feel drunk. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can only do like eight or so Narragansetts. That's right, dude. Quint knew what was fucking going on in Jaws, dude. He wasn't fucking around with that 3%, 4% beer. Nah. He was getting in on those high ABV IPAs before there were high ABV IPAs. I could see Quint being pretty kids. fucked up all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see Matt uh, pounding a Narragansett and then like reaching up and pulling a tooth out. Then just shrugging his shoulders <laughs> and sticking it in his pocket. Fuck no, I'm not keeping it. <laughs> You're gonna flick that out of out of the window yeah. into the streets of New York. Yeah. I just see if I can flick it under the couch and forget about it. Well, I am drinking Cantankerous Stout from Groundbreaker, which is an organ based brewery. And I know absolutely nothing about it because it's one of the free beers that I got from samples from my <laughs> store. So, and it's uh, not very good. I have the buyer's remorse right now. Uh, didn't you get this for free? But don't do the trick. Yeah, I got it for free. Still got the buyer's remorse though. I got yeah, other free beers you. in the fridge I should be drinking. Oh, because because you, you know the buyer at your store and you feel their remorse. Exactly. Somebody, somebody's taking that thing home and going, this stuff sucks. <laughs> well, in all fairness, I'm pretty sure we are not selling this in our store at all. So this is just something to wrap gotcha. it dropped off to try to get us to sell it. So. Nice. And then I also have Mogu Mogu, which is a muskmelon drink that's got a bunch of hunks of mus- muskmelon floating in it. What is a muskmelon? Yeah. It's like it the, sounds the, sexy. It's like the green melons that you see in Japan. It's what all the the melon product in Japan is made out of, is muskmelon. Oh, gotcha. I didn't know that. Muskmelon is my new porn name. Yeah. Nice. And I've got a a Stacy's Mom Citra IPA by Evil Genius Brewing. Uh, Do you like this Evil Genius Brewing Company? I do. I believe they're out of Philly. Yeah, they are. Ah, wow. They They have a bunch of good ones that I like. I'm drinking Feed the Monkey from the Jailbreak Brewing Company. Jailbreak. <laughs> nice. 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 I've seen that beer before. Have yeah, there's, there's... Jailbreak's out of this yep. area. There's some banana and some uh, orange zest in it. Mmm. I highly suggest looking for a beer with a banana as an ingredient. Oh. Okay. Ooh. I could see that, especially for a Hefeweizen. I yeah. think that'd be nice. It sounds good, but I'm allergic to bananas. Oh, yeah. Do you have anything yes. in a more uh, raspberry? <laughs> well, the the other beers by this company are uh, IPAs and... Yeah, no. everything's an IPA now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Everything's an IPA, even the stouts. Yeah. We live in the dark, dark, bitter end of the, the rule of the IPAs. Uh, yep. How ironic. When they're... Yeah, when their their corrupt oligarchy has uh, ruled our society for too long. I welcome our IPA overlords. You traitor <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you average white dad. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got me. I could actually see, like, if, if doing, like, a chocolate stout with a banana, that actually sounds really interesting to me, too. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Is it just me, or anytime you hear there's zest in something, you're like, ooh, classy. Oh, there's zest in it? Yeah. There's the garbage oh. part of oranges? <laughs> <laughs> the part with all the pesticides on it, right? Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So my uh, my dad used to eat the orange peel. Really? He 
He mm. would eat the orange, and then he would also eat the peel. Wait, he would eat the peel after eating the orange? I think sort of at the same time. Okay, okay. I didn't see it very often, but every once in a while, he would eat the orange people <laughs> peel and the orange. You wouldn't see it very often, but every now and again, he'd look your father in the eye and say, you're a psychopath, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you imagining that's my skin? <laughs> that's just ultra fucking bitter. Yeah, I'm, I've heard of know. people. I've heard of people eating like the core of apples and eating the core of uh, pears with some frequency. But eating like that the, the skin of an orange. Did he do the same thing yeah. with grapefruits? No, never came or up other, with grapefruits. Other citrus. Uh, he would eat the pits of plums, but that was the only. He'd the eat only the thing. pits. <laughs> no, no, he did okay, not. Jesus, I was say. The, pit, the pits of plums are like heavy in cyanide. Yeah, they're, he's gonna yeah. poison himself. Did I mention my dad falls down a lot? <laughs> I did not know you're done to them. I've seen people eat peanuts whole. Oh, the like exterior. Peanuts? Yeah, eating the like exterior. Like the roasted ones? I'll do that Those on normal, like, bulk peanuts. Yeah, Jeez, just the ones that are roasted no. that are salty on the no, outside. Because when you crack normal it... normal plain peanuts. <laughs> like, <uncooked. laughs> they don't, they don't like, crack yeah, it. They just eat peanuts. peanuts. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, no, I won't do that. <laughs> there's a company based out of Tennessee called uh, Uncle Bud's. And they actually do fried peanuts where they'll fry like the whole thing, whole and all. And the yeah. whole is actually edible that way. Or yeah. I should say palatable, because I think it's always edible. Edible. But it's more yeah. palatable. Pretty much most most everything in the world is edible. Yeah. Yes. You can eat most everything. Most things in the world are edible, in my opinion. The act of eating it, yes. Yes. Is it. I think the reason why when we hear zest, we think fancy is because we've been programmed by 90s commercials, and we always used Ooh, to have to hear yeah. about people being zestfully clean all the time. You're not fully clean unless you're zestfully clean. That's true. That is extra clean. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was just like covering yourself up with extra deodorant that made you smell zesty. I mean, it's one of those marketing terms that they use in commercials that is unprovable, right? They can't oh, prove yeah. that this soap will make you clean, but it will make you "quote unquote" zestfully clean. There so we it's go. It's like one of yeah, that it's unprovable. Yeah, that qualifier protects them from any type of future indemnification. Right. So if when the shit doesn't work and your sheets aren't "quote unquote" cleaner, they're not making a claim. They are saying that. It has an undefinable zest-like quality. Well, talk, speaking of depositing zest, Derek, you uh, watched a program for us this week? Yeah, we heard you watch some sort of cartoon, Derek. Uh, I didn't watch a cartoon. Non-cartoon We cartoon. watched Starfleet X-Bomber, which was a Japanese marionette tokusatsu... Did I say that right? Tokusatsu... TV series. Um, it ran in the early 80s. It was heavily influenced by previous series using, like, similar to Jerry Anderson's Super Marionation works. And it took a lot of a lot of influences from Star Wars and the, a lot of the previous, you know, kind of Japan like, TV shows at the time. Well, it was released over there as X-Bomber, and it ran for 25 episodes. And then it was given an English dub and then aired in the UK in the early 80s. 
and it only aired 24 episodes. So we're actually, we watched episode 18, but in reality, there was another episode that was episode 18 that didn't get dubbed into English, and that one was called Bloody Mary's Promotion. Uh, oh. And the reason that they didn't bring that over into English is because almost the entire episode was flashbacks. So they figured cool. that this show could be, like, they didn't need the episode to tell the story. When we started watching it, at least from my perspective, and I'm sure you guys are the same way too, is they jump right into the story without any fucking introduction of what's going on. And yeah. one of the main reasons that that was the case is because this TV show, unlike a lot of other TV shows at the time, had an overarching plot. Like, there was, like, episode one through episode 25 was, was written out as a story. So when plot's, we find our... Plot's a strong word. Yeah, but I'm just saying there was there was stuff interconnected. Like so it all starts out and they're they're trying to search for Princess Lamia or Lama or however you say her name. Lamia. 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 And there's no explanation as to why they're looking for her. They're like, yeah. We're just looking for her. Like she's out here somewhere. Well I believe they the show... I believe they tr- use the term aimlessly multiple yeah. times. Yes. Yeah, they they're do. just floating really in fucking do. space. <laughs> but it's because in previous episodes they had introduced who she was Another thing that I, I could not kind of really find with this show is, so if you go kind of look up the cast or whatever, there's another guy, Captain Holly, who's trying to be like an empath with Princess Lamia, and then it yeah. doesn't really say who that guy is. He's just there. He's yeah. fucking talking through through his brain. But anyways, yeah. He's it was, just it was dubbed, being a fucking Eldar, man. Yeah. It was, yeah. it was dubbed in English, and it aired on October 23rd, 1982, with an interesting fact. That was the day before Star Wars, the OG one, was aired for the first time on British television. Oh, wow. Um, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like I said, this, this drew heavily for, on Star Wars influences, which, I mean, the name of the show is X-Bomber. It looks like a yeah. fucking X-Wing. Japanese yeah. anime, super, anima- super marionation, the, the Jerry Anderson stuff. And it's uh, it's highly fucking entertaining. Not yeah. because it's great, no. But it's just highly, highly entertaining. And so that's kind of the base background of it. Uh, and I know I'd, I'd asked David earlier, like, "Hey, how did you find this?" It says that this ran on syndicated U.S. television. I can't seem to find anywhere of like an actual run date of it. Oh, so, yeah. did it run in the U.S. on like ultra late night TV somewhere? Maybe. But the the big two audiences that it was broadcast to was Japan, and then and then the UK. And oh, another another interesting fact about uh, this is these are actually not marionettes. These are puppets that are controlled by rods from the bottom. So when when you watch the show, you don't get uh, you don't get full body shots of the the puppets at times because there are puppeteers below the stage that they're you know they're doing their job. So you get kind of the uh, the bouncy motion to you know to simulate walking. Mm-hmm. There are there are a couple shots where the actual the puppet itself is sitting down and you see their legs, but when it comes to like seeing it walk across the screen, you don't see that. You just kind of see it bounce, almost like South Park style. So, uh, like what you're saying is the difference between marionettes and puppets is like stal- stalactites and stalagmites. It's all where it grows from, and marionettes grow yes. down from the from the fingers of the puppet master. And puppets grow up from the fingers. That sounds right to me. Yeah, you could say that. Okay, I'm glad we... Uh, that's a science fact, everyone. It's a science... It's a there you go. 200% true science fact. <laughs> 200% true. So, kind of base background for the show is it's the year 2099, or 
twenty nine ninety nine. There's two months before the year three thousand. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah two Earth people, months yeah. before the year three thousand. Like it is boom. Everybody's cool, and all of a sudden, a giant alien battle cruiser shows up, and that's the Empire, the Imperials, the Eldar, Dark Eldar, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so, what's going on is the the crew of Starfleet X bomber are trying to save the mysterious F zero one, which is Princess Ca- Lamia. Oh, I thought it was a car. As it as it yeah. turns out, it's Princess Lamia. Yeah. It's not a it's not a sexy car. She she it's somehow can bomber. save. The humans from the Imperials. <laughs> the end. Like that's the big, ta-da, overarching story, and we're following oh, our intrepid okay. crew. I mean, with bangs alone, she could do it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tremendous so, bangs. I'm gonna go reload my beer, and then I'm gonna get into the synopsis on this. And nice. is that nice. when you want to, as we're going, like just be like, and this is the moment <laughs> it happened for me when I was yeah. all in on this. Okay, I'll be right back. We launch right into into this show. Uh, the opening, the opening and concluding song for the show was actually done by a Japanese rock band named Bow Wow. I don't know anything about them other than the fact that they were big enough. Uh, they were active in Japan from seventy five to eighty three and then ninety five to present, and they are a Japanese heavy metal rock band. I know something about them. They fucking rock. As yeah, with, they as with do. all the music in this show, fucking yeah. rocks. Yeah, it's fucking great. Heavy synthesizers, like totally synthed out. Yeah. So it starts out Starfleet, which Starfleet was actually only in the British version of the show. The show was actually called X-Bomber, and I think I mentioned that. For whatever reason, when they did the English dub of the show, they they decided they needed to add Starfleet to the front of it. So the show opens, this killer synth track starts, you see the X-Bomber, and then the next thing we see is we see a bunch of puppets, people... In uniforms that we don't see ever again in the entire show. <laughs> like, they're in these awesome military uniforms. They got this killer fucking hair, these total chin strap beards. No clue who these people are at all whatsoever. They're like saluting each other and shit. Yeah. The next thing we know is we have close ups of kind of our main heroes in the show. We've got a Japanese guy, a rotund ginger. And a black dude with an afro, and then Barry a basketball fucking legs. Hercules. Oh Barry no, we're getting there. <laughs> fucking Hercules. So the you know the montage continues <laughs> for a couple more seconds. We see the lead dude, the doctor, and then we start introducing our heroes. And we have space pilot Shiro Hagen, space pilot John Lee, and then the black guy goes, "I'm Barry Hercules." And that's the fucking moment this show got me. I was in 100%. I was like, this dude has no rank. This dude is just, he's just on his name alone. He's got a killer fucking afro, huge sideburns. He's the only one dressed in any sort of like military like camo garb. And he's just, I'm Barry Hercules. And I was like... I'm sold. I want to see where fucking Barry Hercules and the boys yeah. go. And you were like, yeah, you are. Yeah, that's. I mean, this is what our culture would be like if we were a true meritocracy. Barry Hercules would just rise to the level that he deserves, just based off of his name alone. Yeah, nice. Just those syllables together, those vowels and nouns brought together, should propel that man into the future. So, anyways, the uh, the synth montage continues. We see we see pictures of 
the evil bad guys, Captain America and the the Empire, the Imperials, essentially. We also get a little bit of foreshadowing to the fact that I, this one flew over my head in the intro, but later on in the episode, they, of course they totally have a mech suit. Like, they oh, totally yeah. have a fucking Voltron on this thing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so you see that. You see you see Princess Lamia. You see all this stuff. Uh, and then it's introduced to us that Princess Lamia is is missing. She's been captured. Well, first they open on a scene with our our three main characters. Well, the voiceover is telling us that Princess Lamia oh, has been right. captured. And yeah, the, yeah. the X-Bomber is out in space aimlessly looking for her in, you know, where, in all of space. We're just kind of going wherever the fuck we want. Yeah. And it's our three. I, I'll just I'll classify them as the heroes, whatever. Essentially, the three pilots, the three mm-hmm. fighter pilots that are on the crew. You know, our our there's truly an epic global universal scope here, and it just happens that our eye is directed. It flows over these characters at a moment of great importance for them. Yeah, Shiro's laying in bed, bitching. Shiro, yeah, Barry is it? Sh- 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 to bed. He's- He's laying in bed with his fucking helmet on. Yeah. That's yeah. Sh- that's, Shiro has one of those those um, head-molding baby therapy <laughs> To keep his fucking head to, in the correct to, shape. To, to, perform, to ensure that his fontanelle does not heal incorrectly, yes. Yeah. Right, exactly. And, and they had and, just gotten and, done explaining how Lamia was trying to communicate psychically. So I thought this was like the main character trying to receive psychic thoughts. It really confused me. Or maybe it's the no, opposite. He's, just he's like, in bed he's like, this is my time. I'm putting on my psychic blocking helmet. So oh, it's I like a magneto helmet. Dirty shit. I want to. Yeah. He's like, I don't want her seeing what I'm thinking about when I'm in bed. Don't be reading my mind between four and five. That's Willie's time. Trying to uh, relax. Yeah. Quote unquote. You think he's. He's cranking her right there with Fatsy and, uh, and Barry not right next to him. Yeah. So, yeah, so it, it pans over to Barry. Barry's playing a guitar, and the sound bit for this, it's just like they gave the guitar to a three-year-old, and they yeah. said, play it. And the three-year-old's just going, like, that's it. And then it pans over to John Lee, who's the ginger guy who's rotund, and he's eating. And then Shiro yells at them. And fucking Barry says, yeah, eat, like, put it down faster, fatty. Yeah. <laughs> and there are multiple jokes in the show where fucking Barry just calls John Lee a fat ass I think, the whole time. I mean, this yep. encapsulates everything we need to know about these characters in, like, one small scene. <laughs> yep. Fa- yeah. Fatty it's is perfect. fat. He's a comic skinny, <laughs> skinny is a jerk. And yep. Barry fucking Hercules. Yep, Barry and, Hercules. Yeah, and Barry Hercules is, yes. Yeah. And, and, and Shiro's so, like supposed to be the no-nonsense one, too, so he's like the straight man to everybody else's community. He's just a terrible so. fucking person. He's a terrible leader. Yeah. He's, he's not a good leader at all. But he's not really a leader because in the very next scene, they actually go up and they talk to the doctor, who has the yes. most amazing fucking eyebrows I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ever. And he, I has, love... he has this chin strap beard. Yes. But um, and then they just like clipped a little bit off of the freaking the prop hair on that and then just 
blasted two caterpillars right on his face. Like, <laughs> and fucking he, amazing. And he has the, widow's peak in every quadrant of his face. Yeah. yeah. Every Each parts. quadrant has a different widow's peak. <laughs> You're right. And you, it, it, the, the moment that I saw this guy, I was like, this was actually the uh, inspiration for Jet from Cowboy Bebop. Because Jet and Cowboy mm. Bebop's got like the, pretty much the same profile. His hair shorter, but he's got the widow's peak and he's got the chin strap with the peaks coming off of it. So really, nice they just beefed this guy up a little bit, and they uh, they gave him a uh, a metal arm. He would be he would be Jet from nice. Cowboy Bebop. I always thought Jet was more Barrett from Final Fantasy. Yeah, nah, he wasn't quite as bleak. This guy gave off serious Star Trek vibes, but they were like, oh the, yeah, he had the the leather vest and the black turtleneck. No, you're absolutely. You know what? I did not get that, but you're absolutely right. He was like the guest star scientist that would show up on the next generation and fuck everything up for the entire crew and then have to be like captured by data and stuff in a bridge into a cell somewhere and then shoved off to a different planet. Yeah. And again, we see a terrible example of leadership. Like the, the military force is really having a terrible crisis of leadership in its upper ranks. Easily. Because the doctor tells them that basically we, they should keep drifting aimlessly because that's better than looking aimlessly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they ask multiple times, can they launch their like little fighter vehicles and they'll cover more planets? And he's like, no, we just need to keep drifting through fucking space. Yeah. So anyways, our heroes go up, they talk to him and they're like, hey, we want to help look more. And he's like, no, we got to keep drifting aimlessly. And then the next thing that happens is the X-Bomber is is just rocked by some sort of force and uh and the doctor his name is ben robinson by the way dr ben robinson it's a very ben robinson yeah nice. two n's yeah not one b-e-n-n like, uh like and then, lost in space yeah like. and then john lee is like oh that's impossible we have autopilot on and then so we're introduced to another thing that we had no fucking clue that was coming up <laughs> is there is an alien I don't even know what you want to call this. He's thing. a like, um, he's a moth like jerk off monster. He's yeah. He's, he, he's a, if a moth fucked an abominable snowman and had babies, yeah. And yeah. every time he moves, he goes every fucking time. It's just when he's and alive. The camera shakes and the camera shakes <laughs> yeah. at the same time too. So he so is. This was my boyoing moment. <laughs> this was when I was all. <laughs> I was like, yeah, baby. Yes, I now we're it. cooking with I gas. I knew it. I knew you'd love this. Because the, the next scene is like he's corporate shirt, and they're like fucking drink. And Barry Hercules, like no preamble, just blasts just shoots him in the face. Yeah, Barry Hercules has a tranquilizer laser gun on him at all times. Yeah. Like they just look at him and they're like, hey, Barry, where's your trank gun? And he's like, right here, baby. <laughs> and just fucking shoots it. Don't yeah, leave home without it. I'm a date rapist <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean my my roofalizer yes yeah, yeah it's right yeah. here just zaps the fuck out of it <laughs> <laughs> well and this this was i was super confused by this too because it was like the ship is going nuts okay well it's impossible for the controls to be messed up because of the fact that it's on autopilot oh it must be kieran it must be that weird deranged monster thing that we have in a different part of the ship 
how did he cause the ship to go haywire like that? Right, yeah. Was it supposed to be like, he's just awake, and when he's awake, it's pure chaos around him, and everything <laughs> just sort of shakes and vibrates? As, as long as but he's making that out... goddamn noise. <laughs> <laughs> we find out later on he's got some sort of relationship with Princess Lamia. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's her moth abominable snowman or whatever he is. Yeah. Um, I know what I know what he is. But he's a uh, the first time watching this, I'm like, what the fuck is this thing? And why is he rolling around this the cockpit going, ha, 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 ha and just fucking everything up. It's just how it, it, that's what he does. And the way they fucking deal with him is they just I assume they've just been tranking him every six hours. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, Barry, go shoot go shoot that fucking thing again. Okay. Beep. Barry's like watch goes off. He wakes up at four a.m. No. Gotta go drink tr- the drink the jerk off monster. <laughs> so is Noel gonna mention his six packs? <laughs> I, assumed, I assumed. Yeah. I assumed that those were. Uh, <laughs> you know those inflatable balloons that they make balloon animals out of. Yeah. They just have those attached to the front of him. That's that's where I was like, he's a a moth guy. He has like an exoskeleton made out of those balloon things to sort of. That's his armor. Oh, that's that'd, his protection. That'd be cool. I want a mech. Made I thought it was just like a male stuff. version of the of the alien with six boobs. Ooh, <laughs> could be. That's a hell of a bench day. Like, oh yeah, we have another important <laughs> character introduced here, though, right? We have the uh, the robot. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, he looks yep. like a vacuum. His name is PPA. He is the perfectly programmed android, and he's a basketball with legs who's a huge bitch. Yeah, yeah. And he flies. <laughs> he is always. It, <laughs> he's it, always worried about everything. It looks like he's got a uh, extendo claw for a crank. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the very next scene shows us what I'm guessing is the emperor of the the Imperial Alliance or whatever, the alien bad guys. It's, it's, and it's very unclear. It's just like a random <laughs> bad bad guy jibber jabber, basically. Yeah. But it's, it's a giant. Yeah. I think it's actually like a human in a costume that's sitting in a throne with a bunch of puppets around him. It very well could be. And so he he issues an order for I believe that was Commander Makara, who's like the, yeah, the main right. bad guy. Captain Makara. No, she's commander, right? Yeah, no, she's commander. Oh, she's and then commander. the okay. other dude next to her is Captain I think Orion is his name. Anyways, uh so actually point for kind of inclusivity and everything. Like the fact that they made the head of the bad guy army a female was kinda interesting. Plus, yeah. they ha- they have the very hot. important uh, the inclusion of the very important minority that every bad guy race has conquered, which is the horrible mush faced sidekick, who's clearly yes. been the victim of like being hit by a steamroller, <laughs> and insect people. Yeah, uh, yeah, either robots or insect people. One of the yeah, other. insect robots. So, anyways, he he dispatches them on some fucking mission. I don't even remember what it was, and then we go back to the old X bomber and. Fucking John Lee talks like, Captain, we've seen no feedback. And it's just the worst <laughs> voice acting oh, yeah. ever. It's so awesome. We're receiving no feedback from the laser scan. Yep. So anyways, they're floating around. They have no idea where Princess Lamia is. And and they're and, like... And again, they request, can we go out and do some shit? Can we take the robot out for a spin at the very least? And the, the, the yeah. doctor's like, no. You gotta stay here and protect no. me. 
We don't know where it is. Yeah. And the best part is this whole this whole scene takes place in something that's clearly someone's seventh grade shoe back shoebox diorama. Like, <laughs> yes. And then this is hilarious because I was just about to go into how awesome this looks because <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> it looks it looks like they took essentially shots of the set from the Nostromo from Alien. And they actually built it with mm. a little bit lighter colors. Because I feel like they were getting a little bit more of that industrial design. They didn't necessarily see quite as much in Star Trek. And not quite as much in Star Wars either. Because I think Alien came out in like 79, right? So this was like... Something like that. Right around that time frame. And I thought that it was actually a pretty cool set design. Considering that for most of the sci-fi that we wind up getting later on, it's not quite as analog i guess you should say for lack of a better word yeah I, it is a nice split i would say it's a nice split between those that aesthetic and the star wars like trash ship aesthetic yeah where things are are very cobbled together but i, I think that's a good connection adam I, I didn't even think of it anyways moving along because i want to get into the next scene which is a very important scene. <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows where princess lamia is and then Princess Lamia just wakes up and goddamn brain texts Captain Holly, who we don't even know who the fuck this guy is, and she's yeah. like, yeah, I'm in this system on this fucking planet, idiots. And then the mystery's solved, and there's a random pirate ship on the planet. And we do the s- end. We do scan over the, pir- the, the uh, planet's surface, and it looks fucking awesome. It's yeah. like oh, yeah. all soft gradients of pink and green and like yep. uh, the, these awesome um, sort of organic but uh, cubozoid uh, glacier pieces. It looks fucking sweet. It definitely does. And I, I yeah. do also like the pirate ship because it, it's literally like a frigate like you would think of from the Age of Sail. Yeah, just it's made out of right. Yeah, like the USS basically. Constitution. Yeah. yeah. Now, is with, that, with, with like are, are we to assume sales? that's where Captain Holly is? No, no, no. That's fucking that's, that's Shackleton up there. Like that's his ship. He's dead on this planet. But this part <laughs> had me just—I—I I was laughing my ass off because Captain Holly, again, who we have no idea who this guy is, completely not introduced at all. We just yeah. have a Japanese dude wearing a helmet with no visor on it, with two giant horns going out the side, and he's like, "Lamia." Where are you? Please keep communicating with me. And then she tells him precisely where she fucking is. Like yeah, It's yeah. not like a, I don't know, I'm in a cold, dark place. She's like, no, I'm on the glacial planet in this sector of this place. It's off to your starboard side. Please come get me. And he's Here's like, my exact coordinates. <laughs> yeah. And the whole time he's like, I'm Googling, I'm Googling. <laughs> I can't. Fucking Waze isn't telling me right where that is. Right. Yeah, the the thing that, that really struck me at this point in time, and this is when I had to go back and kind of question everything else. In the beginning <laughs> of the episode, we hear an internal monologue from the doctor on our main ship where he's basically saying, Lamia, can you hear my thoughts? If you can, hang mm-hmm. in there. So right. from what I gathered, and also when the crew comes in to talk to the doctor about whatever shit they need to bitch about, he always preempts them as like, I know exactly what you're going to say. You're going to say you want to take the ships out for a, to go explore the planets, and I'm saying no. So I was wondering if the Doctor was also telepathic. And my thought, my brain cannon here, was that they were essentially a relaying telepathic information between everybody. So Lamia was reaching out to Holly, and then Holly was brainwaving to the Doctor 
And that's when the doctor knew to turn on the monitor to then talk to Holly for the rest of the gang's benefit. Uh, they all were, like, trying to empath with her, though. Yeah. Like, he, everybody was, was thinking, like, God, can you hear me? Please I, tell us where we are. They were I all trying to I empath think, her. Yeah. Yeah. I think, that, I think that the real issue is that she's a mind slut. <laughs> and she's fucking minding up all these older men just working her way through the ship. You know, don't don't mind slut shame her. You're you know, right. It's her kink she, and her It's prerogative. whatever she wants to do. Yes, exactly. Her mind, it's her filthy mindscape. Her, her mind, her decisions. Whatever she yeah. wants, she gets. I know you can read my thoughts, boy. So she tells him precisely where she's at. And Captain Holly tells, you know, the, the crew of X-Bomber. And this is the point, actually, we're kind of going back to it at the beginning when I was introducing. They, they explain that she's the F-01. And we don't really know what the hell it is. She's just it. And she's the, the person that prevents the evil fuckers from defeating the EDF, the Earth Defense Force, and whatever. Yeah, she's a prototype engine of some kind. She, she is She is the waveform engine. So this scene continues to go on for quite some time, where Lamia and Hallie are just discussing MapQuest directions yeah, for yeah. like two minutes. Yep. She's like, I'm in the Glacio planet in the Illyrian sector. And he's like, where? And she's like, you know, the glacier planet in the Illyrian sector. There's literally only one of them. And he's like, I don't have the coordinates. And she's essentially being like, I'm at the corner of First and Pike, asshole. Come pick me up. <laughs> he's like, share your location. <laughs> well, yeah, while drop she's a also pin. like, drop a pen. Send that shit to me. Well, she's also like, I'm so sleepy and I think I'm going to die here because whatever they're doing to me, I'm so cold and sleepy. Yeah. Captain Holly has got to be denser than fucking lead. He, well, so he anyway, crashes frigate into a planet. <laughs> is that his boat? I yeah, assume. It seems I to assume be. it is. So uh, <laughs> he's talking to our heroes on the X-Bomber, and they're like, where's the Illyrian system? And he doesn't give them like a coordinate. He's like, it's off your starboard side. Like They're just floating around. Yeah, they're like, yeah. oh, yeah, there it is right there. <laughs> I can just look out my space windows. Yeah, you might as well say, take a th- take a left at the third star and straight on until morning. Like, it's just purely verbal instructions for a coordinate in three-dimensional space. Yeah. All right, so they, they get their scientific wild-ass guess called a swag pointed in the right direction, and then we go back to our baddies. And the most important thing that everybody needs to know from this scene is they gave Captain America cleavage. Oh, but man. it's not like cleavage. It's just oh, like, no. well, it's like it's two armor. half spheres bolted to each chest. Yeah. No, no, that's it's like her boobs are above the armor, but it's really bad. It's like she glued two pairs to her chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I also got very heavy uh, Borg. Yes, you did. Uh, feeling out of all of this, so it really seemed like she. It seemed like her and her sidekick were both Borgs basically from Star Trek. And I feel like this probably influenced the next generation when it came to them designing the Borg. This felt this felt so. very 40K to me. This is when I started being like, oh, they're the Dark Eldar. Because it just looks like they're a, a bunch of pervy uh, sex elves from beyond the stars. <laughs> like, fuck yes. on top of spikes and shit. Nice. Yes. Nice. So... Anyways, they they approach the system, and the doctor sends Shiro and Barry into 
I guess, gun emplacements as the X-Bomber approaches it. But going back to what you had said earlier, Matt, where it's, it's actually was like the visuals are really cool. This system is all about like rainbow colors. Yeah, yeah. Like mm, everything yeah, yeah. is all just like constantly shifting rainbow colors. They're, they're but it's, <laughs> they're but it's so and, like the the effect is that you could tell they just did one of those spotlights with three three different colored four different colored gels on it, and they're just yeah. like rotating and it just slowly. Kept rotating through it. Yeah, but the, the, what's awesome though is also Kieran just walks onto the bridge unimpeded, or right. Kirvin, yeah. whatever he is, the big monster thing that they they Kier- tracked earlier. They did. He was yeah. just like. Yeah, I'm going to head onto the bridge now, and nobody's phased. Nobody's worried about it. He just walks on the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, because I slept it off. Because one of the best lines of the show is coming up. <laughs> they are in the system, and then one goes, look at that white planet over there. And then the basketball with a gripper arm for a dick goes, it might be ice. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I also That also made me laugh as well. But then, you know, I thought about it, and I'm ice does mean frozen water. Right. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know. So it you usually know. you could have a you could have a glacier of other materials. Like, yeah. isn't rocks just frozen rocks? In theory, yeah. Yeah. It's frozen basalt. It's magma. It's it solid magma. Silica. Yeah. Yeah. So our our three our three pilot type. Well, first off, Barry and Shiro then get kicked out of the guns, and then they go into their individual ships. And this is the first kind of the Voltron move into the ship too. They said, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a ship because <laughs> Shiro's like, I'm in the brain, and then yeah. Barry's in the torso, and then John Lee, who's an idiot, is in the feet. Now, does he uh, say feet? Or does he say bottom? I don't remember. He's, what he he's says. like leg. It's called like leg leg sheath or something leg channels or something i just like the fact that as with every ship in the far future it's important that you devote a large amount of space to long empty uh corridors (laughs) that are single use they don't have any other function that just zip on yeah and they get into their their ships and thus kicks off a a pretty long and impressive fight sequence. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they they float down on their individual thingies, and they got lasers, and this is a scene in which they just kind of, like, threw words out that kind of made sense, like, sounded like space and combat. Like, just pick words that are, like, space, combat, whatever. Yeah. Like, evade, or, you know, like, hyper, or shit like that. They just said it. So, Um, guys... I got a tingle. I got a little tingle when we got down to the planet, and they started doing a slow pan across the embankments of missiles set in the glacier. I was like, "Yes, oh, did it move? Did it move?" <laughs> they and that? during this fight, this there are some awesome, me? terrible special effects. They have like. A couple of fucking bottle rockets zip across the screen at any given time. Yeah. They have a, a bunch, missile on yeah. the end of a wire that like just kind of floats up. But then there's lasers. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. then the next thing you know, we have like a 45 second long form Voltron scene. Yeah. And then it goes into like a man, like a real human in a, in suit, a suit, walking yeah. around yeah. a sound and stage exactly. here, like punching missiles out of the sky and yeah. like beating well, stuff. Yeah. This While is where it got me. This is where it got me. This is where it got me. Nice, nice. I this, hate uh, guys in rubber suits. I hate guys in rubber <laughs> suits destroying a city so much. But he, 
he, it was World War fucking 12 down there. Yeah. And he That's was just fucking yeah. wailing on that shit and, <laughs> and with the most inane, stupid one-liners. Like, oh, they're yeah. going to give him the one-two, and he just smashes things with two hands. Yeah. Well, he smashes yeah. one and then another one. And it's usually Barry yeah. that's doing all the uh, one-liners, too, because he's like, Oh, yeah, Barry is the weapons it. operator. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but uh, it does, just thinking about, like, the production of this, too, is, like, you've got a guy in a suit, and you're essentially shooting fireworks at him <laughs> constantly while yeah. he's just sort of walking <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah. And, like, I just, yeah, I was thinking about that stunt actor, like, with the shit that he had to go through. But the other thing was also, this isn't like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, where you got, like, a giant robot that's whipping out all these kung fu moves. The guy's, like, doing the robot while he's in the robot suit. <laughs> right. He's, like, trying yeah. to keep it stiff and mechanical. So yeah, those elbows, like, I was digging it, too. Yeah. He's drenched in sweat inside this <laughs> yeah. thing. Just, like, <laughs> constantly they light him on fire. Yes. And to cap times. Yeah, yes. That, yes. That's the point where it got me. Is where you could tell that that robot was on fire. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's just legit on fucking fire. He's just going berserk. And the whole thing culminates in this scene where the robot turns to the screen like he's destroyed hundreds of missile embankments and uh, and uh, enemy fighters and like he and he turns to the screen and lets out like an unearthly inhuman howl. Yeah. Like he's a, a demon trapped roar. inside. Yes, yeah. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and then they cut to inside and it's just these three little fucking dweebs in there going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> And then they just like walk up to they're like, Oh look, there's a door on the side of the hill and they just like roll up to it. And then they then they get out in their in their spacesuits. Um which the spacesuits are fine, but they have ponchos on. No, I'm not really yeah. sure why they're wearing they have black capes. rubber fucking oh, they have, ponchos. They have, this is yeah, the first time I've ever seen heroes wearing black capes. As part of their regular <laughs> uniform, uh, that, honestly, that I thought these good. looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah, I thought it looked pretty hot. It felt very original Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not shitting on it. It's awesome. Like this whole thing is awesome because it's the little uh, like off one shoulder half cape look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very fashion though. So, anyways, John Lee, the fat one, falls down the stairs for like some. First, they, comedic relief. first they have to get into the facility, so they have to shoot the door to get in, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, that oh, was yeah, beforehand. they all have to shoot at once. So yeah. as soon as they as they shot it yeah. once and nothing happened, and then all three of them, um, Shiro says, like, all three of us at the same time need to shoot yeah, it. Yeah, but right before he says... they all shoot at the same time. Right before he says that, the comic relief character, you can see his mouth moving, but they didn't bother to dub anything over for that yeah. part. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, fuck this guy. But for John whatever Lee. reason, in my mind, I like I saw it very clearly that they shot the door, they blew it off of its hinges, and then all of a sudden Lamia gets sucked out into the void of space because she was right on the other side <laughs> and nobody bothered to fucking check. But of course that's not what happened. Did anybody else notice that how Barry's fucking helmet is specifically designed to accommodate his incredibly his, protrusive chin? Yes, his giant chin. Yes. All of their outfits are like bespoke. Yes. It's fucking amazing. So after John Lee slides down the stairs, they they show up into the this one chamber 
and Princess Lami is in this chamber that they found out that they're trying to essentially cryogenically kill her or freeze her with sub-zero gas, yeah, whatever that is. Gas. Mm-hmm. They asked John Lee to open up the chamber. He can't because he's the comedic relief. So then they just shoot the fucking shackles on her arms and wrists. Yeah, this was That's great. That's what they do. This was great because they're like, oh, we got to shoot them off. And like, instead of being like, oh, well, we could go up close and make sure we don't miss. He like takes a fucking step <laughs> no, back and he's just he's like waving his little, he's waving his little puppet arm gun out there. <laughs> and he's like, hold still, princess. <laughs> Oh man! So they get her, and they're they're trucking out of there, and everything starts to rumble and shake, and they're like, "Oh, it's an earthquake, nuclear and reaction." It t- turns out it's a it's a nuclear reaction yeah. from when they were in like Voltron mode, and they were shooting nuclear tipped torpedoes at everything. <laughs> now the planet's gonna explode. <laughs> the end. Yep. So cue the slowest walk out of this dungeon ever uh, in the yeah. history of walks. Like, no, we ain't running. We are fucking strutting. I have to assume it's because they're going back up with the fat guy slid down, and they're just taking teeny tiny little steps up this, like, oh, yeah. sheet of ice. They're, like, side shuffling to get up there. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the other thing that I questioned was the fact that they grabbed Lamia, and they're just sort of, like, carrying her like a damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. No suit. Yeah. No right. respirator. Barry's, right. Barry's doing it. <laughs> just, just holding her. Like, they're going to walk out right. into this uh, hostile environment, but she'll be fine. No big deal. Well, there's been no indication that there is oxygen on this planet at all. But And, and they have also well, I mean, that it's covered in radiation now because they've been shooting nukes or all over the place. So. there's no indication that they require those fucking helmets and capes. That's they're true. just That's wearing true. them. It's their fashion <laughs> sense, yeah. They're all like, it's, it's regulations, guys. Yeah. So while they're doing this, budget 40K at bad guys show up. Not really sure. They're just like kind of hanging out. And they're like, let's go fight the X-Bomber, but they don't. They kind of go down to the planet surface, which allows our heroes to get in live-action Voltron, and then they take off, and they're expecting missiles to hit live-action Voltron. doesn't work. Now, it was, it was very strange because the, the bad guys were like, oh, the X-Bomber's here, and they're just sitting here over the surface of the planet. So why don't we just right. like yeah, wait and watch to see what's going on, and then as soon as the no. the, the Dia X blasts off of the planet, they say an alien ship's leaving the planet, and they're like, "Oh, we better go down to that planet and see what the fuck's going on on the planet," instead right. of like, "Oh, let's chase the guys that we're here to kill." Or you're in a battle cruiser, just go blow up yeah. the X bomber. Exactly. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Just start laying waste nope. here. <laughs> Went down to the surface of the planet. Planet explodes because that's what happens when you hit it. You know, a, a basketball-sized planet with a mm-hmm. guy-sized suit with torpedo rockets or whatever the fuck. And then, anyways, they get they get Princess Lavia. They do a crashing She's, or like a crash scene kind of that I have done better with my GI Joes, where they're basically like throwing the little yeah. robot guys into oh, the scene. Oh no, yeah. No, it's great because yeah, yeah. it's like they, they literally had like the, the diorama with all the little guys in it and they, they just sort of shook it. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. <laughs> and that, that was the action. They just shook yep. it. And you see the guys just sort of like flailing around in there. Yeah. And the the animator's like, four years of grad school for this. <laughs> this is so, 1980. It wasn't four years of grad school. It was like, <laughs> you're right. Oh, I can't believe He's, they got me right he, out of high school for this. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah. two years of doing uh, lines of cocaine in an abandoned warehouse for this. <laughs> Just for this. I could have been a doctor. Yeah. 
I was a stockbroker. We get back to our heroes. They're on the X-Bomber. Lamia's on the operating table, I guess. And then they've got, like, some some jars of saline solution. But the doctor has a syringe, a big fucking syringe, that he's just kind of waving around, not really sure what's going on with that. Then everybody's like, uh, John Lee was like, I wasn't scared. And Barry Underwood's like, you pissed your pants. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. and then the episode ends. It ends the on end. idiots <laughs> laughing at nothing. Yeah. Just like always, yes. <laughs> yeah. And then and then it goes into a, a intro for the next episode where evidently the baddies have put a assassin on the X-Bomber. Yeah. And they've also released a uh, a naval mine the size of a small moon in the space. So That's no moon. This show was goddamn awesome. There's also like this... <laughs> before we end it, we, we had this closing dialogue where there's like, ah, oh, yes, you know, we've wrapped it all up and only two Earth months before the year 3000. Yeah, yes. like everything like was, was supposed to hold go some to sort shit of in three thousand, right? Yeah. Exactly. It was just exactly. such a, a wonderfully off kilter uh, capper, right? Like, okay, why do we? What? Okay, what am I? What am I supposed to do with that information? I now know the yeah. date. Thank you. <laughs> so that's uh, jokes aside. I think that's one of the things that had we watched this show from the beginning. There would have been certain parts of this that made a lot more sense. Like we would have known who Lamia's moth abominable snowman I will was. bet you 100 fucking dollars that that is a <laughs> that lie that we have no <laughs> idea that that is yeah. not true that we can watch this that whole just, thing from the beginning to the shows, end it just shows the fuck up we will remain <laughs> yeah, blissfully yeah. ignorant yep so I gotta say oh, with this, all right. with this let's get into the analysis week, of this bastard but for the preview for next week when it has uh, when you, we see Karen Fighting the like giant yeti moth puppy thing, fighting the Pr- praying giant, mantis. Yeah, the giant mecha praying mantis. Yeah, yes. Fucking That's awesome. when I, I got turgid again after that. I was like, Ooh, yeah, man, yeah. You got me again, baby. Yeah, you're like round two. Awesome. Um, the the final song and and closing credits that helped mm-hmm. me finish. That was right there. Oh yeah, where I needed it. You know? And this now we know it's eight minutes long. Just- yeah, I've got an eight minute cut of that. I can't, um, you know, what? I can't wait to watch an eight minute cut of that. It's, it's so beautiful. This whole fucking show was, I mean, and in, 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 in the synopsis there, we couldn't really get into it. Like the voice acting was terrible. Mm. Like it was god awful. And I, I mentioned it earlier, where they would just like toss science fiction related words out. Yeah, yeah. They would just be like. Hyper, <laughs> like laser, and you're just like I, that. Has what the fuck are you talking about? Like it just that's what they would say. Yeah, but it all worked. The special no. effects very like kind of ran to gambit between shit that you would do in your backyard yeah. and yeah. fucking beautifully <laughs> realized, gorgeous, like almost sublime renditions of parodies of special effects. It, yeah, it's yeah. Cr- it's crazy. There's a scene in the like seven minutes of fighting where they're in the mecca, like I said, where it's walking around and the camera's looking up at it, and you have one of the missile models taking off that's very clearly on a wire because it's mm-hmm. you know it's kind of 
jiggling around as it moves, and then two bottle rockets from off camera yeah, yeah. just come zorching across yeah. this fucking guy yeah. in the suit. And it's like Adam said, <laughs> they just told the stunt actor, hey, man, listen, you're just going to roll around in the suit. You're going to punch a bunch of paper mache models, but we're going to shoot fireworks at you the entire time nah, you do it. They, that guy was like, nah, nah. I'm good to go. No, he's like, no. Nah. They were like, hey, it's really safe. You just go up there, you know, you wave your arms. And he's like, why, why is that intern running around with a lighter? What, what is he doing? Like, Don't worry about the interns. They're always doing stuff, you know. They're just it's, shooting fucking bottle rockets at this guy the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Awesome. Well, yeah. that's actually what that inhuman roar was at the end. That was like the stunt actor finally being like, "What the <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. is going on? Why are you doing this, in this shit? cardboard suit?" I'm and on the fire. Just, boom, boom. <laughs> the director's like, "Yes, boom. method. Keep going. Keep going deeper, <laughs> dude. Shoot, shoot more at him. How many more do we got? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> throw some. Oh, throw some M90s at him. Whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I loved every minute yeah. of this. It it is <laughs> from, from Barry Hercules on. I was completely the fuck sold, and I was so happy I drew this episode. <laughs> the, I this is like the show that would good would get made if you just kept giving firecrackers and money to fourteen year olds. <laughs> yeah, this would just spontaneously occur. We're we're done with the episode. We can't get any better than that. Okay. You're a hundred percent right. If I was a eighth or ninth grader with action figures and someone gave me fifty G's to make a TV show, yeah, this is what you would get. Fifty fifty G's, and they're like, also, I can get you fireworks because I'm old enough to buy them. And you're like, I love you, new yeah. daddy. Yeah, I'm sure at some point, me and my buddies would have been like. All right, we're gonna light you in the fireproof suit on fire. Right, like we're we're gonna do <laughs> wait, that. Wait, wait, you think right. that was a fireproof wait. suit? Yeah, I don't think it was a fireproof suit. <laughs> yeah, it's a fireproof suit because you wrote fireproof on the back of a cardboard suit. <laughs> so, fun fact: uh, back in high school, me and my it was for a history class, and I don't remember. I have to ask my buddy if he still has this. We made a video about federal agents like coming for somebody's farm and like the prohibition era, and we actually took uh, a. A dummy. We we took jeans and a hoodie and everything. We mm-hmm. stuffed it with towels and newspaper, and we had it hit by a car in this movie that we mm-hmm. made. Like the person was standing in the street, and then boom, it got hit by a car. I don't remember what the fuck the whole purpose of that was. And then we had a shootout in it and all this other nonsense. Yeah, it pretty much was this. Yeah. If we had been able, to, like, if I had been able to go to my buddy Jared and be like, "Hey, you got a fireproof suit? Totally lighting you on fire." <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Derek's high school fucking video about prohibition. Which involved a barn and guns and a car hitting somebody. Uh, we would we would have done that too. If I had it's, money and patience, this would have been my life. <laughs> and I mean, to be fair, a bunch of creative awesome too. Oh no, I mean, yeah, they they did great. Everything in here looks really good. Oh no, yeah. For yeah. whatever reason, and I I've yet to figure this one out, but like the Japanese always go with like the stereotypical like froed up black dude. But it's not in a negative portrayal. It's just that's how it is. Like, well, again, they they want to fuck him. It's just a different kind of racism, guys. But to be perfectly honest, Probably. Barry uh, Hercules in this gave me super strong Lupine the Third vibes. Like, oh, it yeah. almost looks like they took Lupin the Third and then just like 
made him a few shades darker, gave him a different, like... Actually, no, it's almost the exact same hair, even. Yeah, so. it's maybe a little bigger, but that's about it. Who is Lupin yeah. the Third? Oh, my oh my dear, gentle Derek. <laughs> Don't worry oh, about it. Up. Yeah, it's, it's not that important. Uh, it's uh, just an old uh, Japanese yeah. anime. Yeah, that Derek, like it's, the Derek it's, not that impo- it's not that important, Derek. Derek, no. it's holy, okay. Holy shit, you're right. Like, that is... That is very it's, similar. It's the chin. It's that long chin. And I was wondering it's if there the was long, actually a significance well, of the chin when it comes to like trying to say something about the character. You know, like how in yeah, yeah. It's, in ancient uh, yeah, Greek, yeah. you know, chin, you have the long nose it's, the, it's, it's like the size of his feet, if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, the chin, the fro, the long sideburns. Like yeah. the long yeah. mutton chop bushy sideburns yeah. or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's that dude, I could see hundred percent see that. It all comes together in one word virile. 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 Yeah. Yeah. But no, like, the production value of this, I thought, was very high. And the thing that got me was in the introduction. Derek, you had mentioned everybody wearing the uniforms and then never showing back up. And they seem to have almost like a presidential-type figure in here. I thought he was like an admiral. He might have been an admiral or something like that. And uh, typically people would say... Like a silver fox, but I think that he was more like a uh, silver lion. Yeah, he he had an Abraham Lincoln beard for sure. Yes. Yeah, but it was long and amazing. Big, long gray hair. Yeah. Yeah. Like all the characters with beards and long hair, like they put the time and effort into like these things were awesome. Like these guys use their conditioner. Oh god, and yeah. That shit had some sheen to it. All of our feminine hero boys had the longest, most luxurious hair under under their uh head reshaping hats. <laughs> yes. Shiro and Holly oh. were like rocking hair down to their butt. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucking so good. So even did, John Lee had like the whole like he had yeah, the he had like ultra bob. bowl cut. He had yeah. yeah. Of like he had a salad bowl cut. Yeah, because it was such yeah, a big it wasn't, bowl. It wasn't like above above his eyebrows. Like that shit went down to the top of his eyeballs and then under his ears. Everybody in the future, if we're going by the show, really takes care of their hair. Oh, yeah. Barry had like the perfect fro sideburns. Perfect. You know, the doctor, that guy's sixty years old. It's all one color. Like he's using hair club for men. Yeah, whatever yeah. The, the dye and shit is. So he ate no silver fox. And, he, and he's, like, he's taking such good hair, good hair of his hair, he's got, like, he keeps growing more widow's peaks. <laughs> yeah. Like, a widow peak just shows up. Yeah, his it's yeah. like a fractal. Like, his widow peaks have widow's peaks down Get to the all. microscopic yeah. level. <laughs> well, you gotta wonder the reason why they have such uh, impeccable hair is probably due to production concerns right i imagine it's probably concealing a better part of like where their heads are connected to their neck and how they're like their their whole thing is set up because you really only see the neck of barry and shiro for the most part everybody else is like kind of covered i prefer to think that there's some 70s otaku with a tiny little comb who just spent hours and hours on set combing these marionettes hair i comb your hair Oh, I'll come in your hair, Barry. That was like the whole reason why they actually made this show was because some yeah, yeah. producer's like, like cousin or stepson or something like needed a job. Right. He's like, "Fuck, 
We'll just make a job with marionettes with really long hair, and it'll keep my wife from pestering me about getting him a job, and he could like work yeah, yeah. and do whatever. Just don't let any of the interns around him. Make sure he's under constant supervision if there's a woman in the room. Keep him away from the fireworks. Yeah, keep him away from the fireworks so- <laughs> in that rubber suit because he will crawl into that rubber suit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He lives in there at I got night. It. <laughs> I got it on in the background here, and I'm watching it again. I don't think their eyes move. No, I think not. the they only don't. thing that moves on them is their mouths. The only person yes, with, uh, with articulated eyes that actually close are Islamia. She's the only puppet that has eyes that, that close. It's only when she tilts, too. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm watching it again. I'm actually just watching it while we're talking, and I just got to the scene. Yeah, I've, they, I've they got it going on in the background. Mm. I downloaded it Dang to my it. phone, and I play it always. Like, as you're falling asleep at night, you have it playing. It is. It yeah, yeah. you into a sense of security. Yeah. So, 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 so would you guys let your children watch this? Oh, fuck yes. It's not a like question. that's a resounding fuck yes. It's not a question like, of will I let. It's when will I make. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, right. I'm actually rethinking my whole life plan. I yeah, think yeah. I might have kids just so I yeah. can make them watch the show. You were like, you were like, wait. you were like, oh, Alex. <laughs> I can't wait till my daughter is of age, and of her age. mother's out of town on business, and I'm like, hey, kid, you know what we're doing all weekend? She's like, what, Dad? I'm be like. Starfleet X bomber, go get some popcorn. Yeah. Get your little bumbo seat over here. You're like, yep. You're like watching the whole thing. You're like, you know what I'm doing this for this weekend? No, Dad, I'm scarring you for life. Get the popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm introducing you to Epic. We're gonna watch Barry fucking shoot the moth abomination. <laughs> Barry Hercules. I also like the fact that Barry Boom, Hercules, like, fuck you. He, he turns around and bitch smacks the robot randomly at some point in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the yeah. robot's, like, <laughs> only just saying, I'm not going to tolerate insubordination. Well, that's, like, lying on the ground, disheveled, and in pieces. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, flopping around <laughs> like a fish. I told you, the moment that this bitch fucking sold me was when they're like, I'm Starfleet pilot Shiro. I'm Starfleet pilot John Lee. I'm Barry Hercules. And you're like, Barry this is gonna be good. fucking yep. Hercules. I'm outside I'm the chain of command structure. Yeah. <laughs> I do my I own like thing. To, I like to think that Barry Hercules is Obama's like great, great, great grandson. And uh, <laughs> his daughter's like married into the Hercules line. And like everyone nice. in that line inherits the Barry name. I mean... That's a thousand years in the future, so I think it's a couple greats. But yeah, sure, right Sure, on. let's yeah. fight about it. Yeah. Oh, I just actually watched the scene where he bitch smacks the fucking the robot what? basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Biff. There's also so he, here's here's some like some subtext. Did you guys get a little like romantic tension between Shiro, uh, Lamia, and Barry? No, see, I, I got up between no. Shiro and Lamia. I didn't see Barry in that mix. I thought Barry and John Lee oh, were, but, uh, were but Bar- I thought Holly but Bar- was more in that mix than Barry was. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Barry carries the carries her out. He catches that's her true. when she falls. And that's, he, um, that's also... Well, that's because Shiro's a bitch. That's also when Lee's... Yeah, Shiro is a fucking bitch. I want to I wanna smack <laughs> that little shit. Like, I would much rather roll around with Barry and John Lee than Shiro. I'd just be like, yeah. get out of here, you fucking narc. Quit having fun, you little shits. Get to work. <laughs> yeah, you fucking narc. You fucking... I, I hate you, fatsy and blacksy. 
Like, that's the kind of dude that would be like, did you do your paperwork? Yeah. Did you... F- Teacher, you didn't give us homework. It's like, sure, shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You got you got John Lee over here. He's so hungover. He's passed out at his fucking controls. Yeah, 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 yeah. him and Barry were up ripping beers playing cards last night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he ate a whole goat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Barry's just making fucking pizzas. I don't even know. Yeah, Looks yeah. like he knows how to make pizzas. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Philly pizza. Barry, fucking beer. Barry's he a great Philly, cook. He makes Philly pizzas. Oh, yeah, he makes it Philly style. Brotherly love. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, well, I'm going to hell. <laughs> in, Shiro's in bed at fucking nine. Being like, oh my god, guys, I have a fucking, I have my helmet. You know, are you getting the regulation eight hours of sleep? (laughs) Fuck you, Shiro, you're a bitch. Yeah. Yeah, Shiro's, he's a terrible boss. In fact, the leadership overall is very, very poor in this show. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the chain of command should really be switched up. Yeah. Like, one, you shouldn't have a doctor in charge. You should have, like, the commander. Yeah, no one likes yeah. doctors. And I think that commander should be Barry. Yeah. And then and then the chief pilot is John Lee, because that dude loves snacks and flying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then Shiro's just the coffee bitch. Yeah. And Shiro's, Shiro's like, I want yeah. Shiro's like, I want to go out and uh, I need to find my fucking sex partner. And Barry's like, I command you to take a hit out of this. Breathe deep, Shiro. <laughs> <laughs> We've made the whole front console, the whole front of the ship, into a fucking water bomb. <laughs> Just one big ass gravity <laughs> yeah, bomb. This whole thing. It's gonna force, you know, go in there, Shira. A hundred grams of fucking marijuana into your brain. <laughs> what are you a fucking narc, you bitch? <laughs> uh. <laughs> Love it. I fucking loved it. All right, David, what do we got? What is the okay. next? Would we let our kids watch it? It's not a question of would, it's when. All right. uh, next question. I'm going to go ahead and mark this as keep on the list. Uh, dude, this is the number one keep on the list of all the shows that we've ever watched in the history of shows. Well, I guess, I guess would you say it's amazing, amazingly terrible, or terrible? I actually this is think amazingly that this is terrible. Am- See, I'd say amazing. I still think it's just amazing because there was a I lot of love that went into this. I but in execution, a lot of it's really shit. No, that's true. That is true, and that's why that's it's true. amazingly terrible. I have to go with amazingly terrible because it, it's like it, it is like working a forty-hour week for evil. You know, it's it's like you're really, <laughs> you, you know, you're, I've accomplished something. Yeah, but you're it's really bad, putting guys. in the time. You're like, I'm contributing my four hundred one k at Evil Corp. You know, it's <laughs> just it's so. It, it's slavish devotion to our horrible overlords, and I love it. Yeah, but to go back to what Adam said, this was made with a ton of love. Like, I guarantee you, when these guys were making this show, they were pouring everything they had into it. Brotherly love. And they had no idea the fucking epic bomb they were making. You have to think that if this is a Japanese show, most likely this was actually made for adults. This wasn't necessarily like a kid's show in Japan. By adults, mm-hmm. even. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder, did did anybody, like Derek, when you were researching this, did did they have any type of like fan service or anything like that in here? <laughs> I didn't, <laughs> I didn't see anything about it. <laughs> okay. But when we inevitably watch another episode of this, 
when I hopefully draw the straw to do it again. We might see some uh, uh, puppets fucking. Yeah. yeah, we might. Yeah. we might see some pair, <laughs> hot pair on pair action. Like, are we gonna get the uh, "I promise I will never die" scene from Team America? <laughs> I hope so. I can only hope so. Mm-hmm. We we did this bit on a couple of occasions, and I think the last time we did it was on uh, Plastic Man. Oh, okay. Who who if we were to be role playing a space adventure? Oh yeah. Who would you be role playing as? Who would you want to be? Out of this group. Is that even a question? Yeah, go for it. Dude, fucking Barry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, exactly. really? Oh, oh. I thought that now, would Now, who, who, who would I be? Fucking bitch-ass head-reforming Shijiro. Like, <laughs> I know that I am that guy. I know I'm that nice. piece of shit. In fact, I think I played that character in Dan's game. Or Mike's game? Yeah, I played. No, I played Mike's him in the game. game where Mike's game where we were in the military, we're and I was like the things. terrible yeah. boot licking lieutenant. Yep, nice, David. Who would you be? Lame. I kind of think I'd be Captain Holly and just relaying information while I'm <laughs> <laughs> from a safe yeah. distance. Yeah, yeah David stuck on it. I'll a, just uh, stay here with my luxurious hair, metal, metal yeah. pirate ship. Yeah. Nice. Crash landed on some random. Fucking You're like planet. in there cosplaying with your big horns, like eh, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a bit, I'm a deer today. <laughs> I'm a yak. <laughs> nice. Yeah, man, living living your best life. I like it. Adam, who would you be? I think that I would be Kieran. <laughs> just, just, yeah, you would. Just sleeping all the time, and whenever I was awake, I was just violently attacking whatever was near me. <laughs> and, yeah. guns to, and you will constantly make that noise. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is at the end, where they're, they're over her body, and they're all, like, talking, and he's just right there, like, no break in the, in, <laughs> no break in the noise at, for the dialogue. They're, like, talking to you the whole time, he's going, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> yeah, the voice actor was really committed to that character. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a fucking moth-based jerk-off monster. Space. We have to put the word space in Space, space. Space moth-based jerk-off monster. Yep. Well, should we draw straws to see who gets to marry it? Yes. I think this might be... Uh... I think this might be a justification for polygamy. Like, I really think that, yeah, I think we could all marry Starfleet Bomber X. Yeah, we're taking this shit to the Supreme Court. They're going to watch yeah. this and be like, all right, all right, boys. Yeah. All right, we, we'll, see what we'll you, we see what you see. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if we can do any better. <laughs> like, I think we I think we've peaked. <laughs> Kavanaugh's gonna be like, bros. Here, take it, take it, do it, keg stand, bros. We're getting married. There's literally <laughs> no other show I think that's better than this. No, I, I, my hope, hope springs eternal. There is more garbage yeah. out there. Yeah, have you, have you seen Ulysses seventy one or whatever it's called? Yeah, I don't think we. Is it on the list? It's on the list. Yeah, we have some other like See, really like have... crazy space adventure. Ooh, we have the critic next week. Yeah, that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, I'm gonna watch that show that's in a hot minute. And uh, Rainbow Bright, it I, is I the right like episode. I probably for us should too. be nice. 
I feel like I should probably be drunk for Rainbow Break. This was this was an unexpected oh, delight. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I went into the best not feeling anything and now I have all the feels. Yeah. The I, best thing I can sum all this up is no shit last week, the thirty minutes before we all got on, I was going to watch this episode and I am sure as shit glad I didn't. Yeah. Because the entire time last week I would have just been like Wait till next week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wait till next whole week. time you've been like, you know, like just like, you know, <laughs> your little body vibrating, excited, and we finally yeah. get to podcast, and you're like, I touched dicks with Brett Kavanaugh. We talked. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> all, all I can say is, this is the opposite of Spider Man. That's oh, true. This is what has uh, rekindled yeah. our love for. This podcast. Dick's out for Star Bummer X. Star Bummer X? Uh, I don't know I the name of this my, fucking cartoon. <laughs> my favorite episode that I've presented up until this has actually been Labyrinth. I really enjoyed doing that one. Oh, nice. Uh, this nice. is my favorite. Hands hands down. I've, nice. I've watched this cartoon about six times now. Wow. It's, it's got, <laughs> so bad. It's got it's space. It's got robots. It's got puppets. It's got giant Yeti jerk-off monsters. It's, it's got, got the possible death of a stuntman. It's got the possible it's, death, yeah, real-life death of a stuntman. <laughs> they, they couldn't afford real marionettes, yeah. so got, everybody just kind of walks around like a Muppet. It's got like, sub-zero their gas. eyes don't move. Their, their mouths sort of kind of move. They make a bunch of fat jokes, which is it's, totally unacceptable nowadays. We've got it's terrible got a, leadership on every level. A, a hot, evil captain who wants to kill everybody that also looks like she's part robot, like the Borg Queen. With some bolt-on tits. Yeah, we got epic. we got possibly demon-possessed, shape-changing robot. We got yeah. bad, bad ship design everywhere. Oh, my God, the X-Bomber itself. Why the fuck does oh, yeah. the front of it come out yeah, yeah. and then just, like, dip just down? Dip, yeah, just like, It looks like a fucking vulture, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's yeah. like a cross between an X-Wing and a... Pterodactyl. It looks like a cross between the Serenity ship and an X-Wing that hasn't been on a diet. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, like, where the cockpit area is, is below. Like, so they're just building the ship and be like, yeah, we could use these normal materials and just extend it out and put the cockpit there. And they're like, no, let's use 25% more materials to make it have a dip in it. And they're like, yeah. Then, I mean, Fuck yeah. you know when they were building this ship, they started with, well, we need three long, useless corridors. That <laughs> is, <laughs> is non-negotiable. Like, 200-yard long corridors. Exactly. That guys alike. have to sit in little race cars to fly out to their fucking portion of the mech. Yes. And we we have it. to have a loading bay that can feasibly house the components of a mech suit that's actually bigger than the ship. Right. They actually strap the mech bits to the outside. Yeah, Adam. Is it on the outside? I think it's designed it. so it not that really the clear. model can rest on the surface. Well, yeah, that's practical, but we're yeah. being impractical right now. I also like the way I, I don't even know the name of it. The way the the way the mech suit when it's all in pieces, none of those look good. Yeah. All the ships yeah. look stupid. Oh no, yeah. they all look horrible. They, and they look like there's no maneuverability whatsoever with them if they yeah. have to go into any type of. <laughs> they look like garbage freighters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like me when I was like seven and I found a a, a nut and with a screw in it, and I was like, oh. oh 
if I screw it, just it looks like a spaceship. It's a spaceship. I don't have a TV. <laughs> please, yes, please that, I'm desperate I, and sad. I was gonna go with unlike Voltron, where it's like I'm the Green Panther, I'm right. the Yellow Panther. It's like I'm the rectangular solid. <laughs> I'm the fucking oval. Yeah, and I'm sad. It's I don't the, even the, know what the fuck my shit. Yeah, is. the three ships: legs. hat, shirt, and pants. <laughs> like they didn't even look cool. Like no. the pants like look had like to pants. extend the legs. <laughs> yeah, but they look like the, the coin, <laughs> When they when they put the ship together, they actually showed the little locks. Like oh, yeah. holding everything in place, which I actually thought was very cool, because yeah, usually it's cool. like yeah. four Voltron, meow, 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 and then they just like pfft, they're they're all together. Yeah, like flash but this of one lights. was like, yeah. hey, yeah, here's here's the mechanical parts of it. It's so beautiful. But they also went from like I felt like laser guns were a little bit more effective than fists, but evidently it's the show showed us that fists from a giant like three hundred foot tall mecha is. Better than lasers. No, there was an escalating level. First, it's like, smash everything. And then it's like, uh, we're on fire. Run at everything. And then they're like, now, laser everything. They're just mowing then, everybody down. And then torpedo everything, which caused a nuclear explosion to break the planet. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so good. Might have I to go the back and watch this at half speed. <laughs> Half yeah. speed. Yeah. So you're gonna get things like it's gonna make it last. Yeah, yeah. Eat it faster, fatty. Like eat it faster, faster. fatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! All right. Uh, what's next, David? Are we okay. trying to determine Did... what we're watching next? No, let's let's do or some more redemptions. Let us redeem. So Adel's not here. Oh fuck! All right, (laughs) all right. Here we go. Starfleet X bomber is going to be redeemed. How many times? You know what? That's actually a good point. Maybe I will boost Starfleet X bomber so we actually take off whatever whatever points we have to it. So it's just as likely that we'd be able to watch it again. Okay, you're like keeping it in the running. And can I make a suggestion with that? What's, What's that? If can we can we boost it and then suggest that we watch episode one? Sure. To kind of maybe figure out what the fuck is well, happening. Well, on these well, we... on subsequent viewings, we choose which episode. <laughs> subsequent viewings. <laughs> yeah, we we get to choose the next episode, so we can definitely yeah. choose the to go. Oh, okay, and watch cool. It from the yeah, beginning. yeah. I want to know who the silver fox in the admiral's uniform was. I would guess it's an admiral. The Actually, this is a good question, though. We, we were debating about this a little bit earlier, David. Mm-hmm. You were talking about the fact that we have a pretty big backlog for Amazingly Terrible. Yeah, we got a lot of episodes do, in the can. You so. were talking about maybe trying to do a mini-series of Starfleet Bomber X. Is that something that you would like to do? Sorry, Starfleet X Bomber. What do we all? I guess this might have to be like a determination by all of us. What do you feel about? So, I don't think I'll I'll actually jump into David's court here. (laughs) We don't deserve it. Is it going? 
No, is it going to be easy to find these episodes? Oh, well, we found one. Oh no, no, so no! I found I found all of them. So. And you've, wa- no, you've okay, watched all, right. all of them, haven't you? Uh, no. <laughs> plus, I haven't watched. Plus the fanfic movie, <laughs> yeah. and the live action series. And he's printed no, just, out every just screen. a soundtrack. Just he's a soundtrack. Out, he's printed out every screen, and he's got them completely taped over, covering every wall of his bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's got he's got all the fucking manga with the naked Captain Macro mm, yeah, yeah. is on it. Yep. Oh, yeah, easy. he's got the easy. the illegal porn parody Tijuana Bibles, where they show uh, <laughs> they show <laughs> they show the Mecca having sex with Popeye. Nice. They're called Doshindu. So, I, <laughs> I forget what they're called. <laughs> Matt, you say that we don't deserve this. I, you know, it's one of those things where, like, it it's so good, but I know that our our true destiny is to never settle down, <laughs> to never find love. Whoa. It would only we must be surf the episodes. We, we must surf so. the eternal ocean of garbage. Lonely and alone, like the Silver Surfer in the cosmos, <laughs> or the X Bomber that is aimlessly yeah. floating, aimlessly space. wandering, aimlessly floating through space until we get verbal instructions. Princess Lamia, who tells us precisely where she is via Google Maps. Yeah, no big deal. So that's a no from Matt. Should this, no, it's this not be a, something we all vote it, on? It's not David a no. Or? It's 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 a plea for sanity. It's not actually a no, David. I would love it if we did a miniseries. Yeah, I've been I've been looking for a way to to limit like how far back we're recording these in relation to when they're yeah. released. So, so here's my how, ma- how how many episodes are we talking about total? It's twenty four for the 20. US version. Twenty five. Mm. So we're we're really why don't we do the yeah, first 20, five? Twenty. So. Twenty. Yeah, I mean, like if we did all of them, we're talking about two years of fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or if we do it like once a month. No, why don't yeah. we? But if we, if, why don't we do? Well, it would actually be based on how many episodes we have recorded. So I was thinking, like, if we okay. have two or three months already, then instead of a normal episode, we'll do one of these, like a start. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. like a reward for getting ahead. Yeah, I like that. So here, Carrot, this is my. Us. So David, my I would say that my redemption is to. Remove Starfleet Bomber X from the episode list and turn it into a mini series. Wow. Okay. I'm here for that. I agree. And who has the next redemption? Uh that would be Derek. Haha. <laughs> in your face, do Matt. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna be like, and I vote not to do not that. Not to do that. <laughs> what do I want to get rid of? Can, can I can I make a suggestion? Because this is the other thing that I was going to do, Derek. I was going to try to buff the movie list again to make it more what? likely that we'd watch a movie. I would actually like to do that. I really, really enjoyed, and I, and I brought this up two, two tapings ago, that Tara and I really, really liked watching Labyrinth. Like She enjoyed it because she knows that we do the podcast on Fridays, and so she kind of felt like a part of it. And then we watched something that she had not seen. And so that was a lot of Have fun. Have you seen the other oh. movies on the list? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, uh... You will get divorced. The movie list is already buffed. <laughs> um, fuck it. Buff it. 
I don't give a shit. Let's do this. Oh, we got Mac and me on there? Holy fuck. <laughs> oh, holy fuck. That's right. <laughs> of course we do. <laughs> Fly to the Navigator. I like the idea that maybe this is like a limited collector's edition. That these these episodes will be collector's edition episodes. <laughs> the, the, the true <laughs> listeners will have to trade with their friends and uh, collect them all. Get the whole set. Get the Pog version. Can we call this X Bomber Gold Team? Ooh. Or X Bomber Blue Team? Yeah, Ooh. it's got to be X-Men. Gold Gold Collectors Edition. Ni- I think we need to watch the first episode and figure out who those blue people were, and then name ourselves after them. There we go. Like, is this the X Bomber like headshed? Mm. Like, ooh. Okay, mm. so I think we're now on to up next on Amazingly Terrible. We want cartoons twenty six hours a day. Right, and it appears. So what are we watching next? Well, it appears that the Wizards of the Coast have removed their dice roller. Oh, no! <laughs> they recently purchased D- uh, D&D Beyond, and it might be part of that deal. All right, David, what do I need? So, Two D20s? I will happily roll. Two D20s. Well, yeah, I right. found like... a replacement roller, so... God damn it, oh, okay. I was going to roll in person. I was going to say... take us to oh, 40. Man, so sad. I think Wizards of the Shut Coast... Shut the fuck up, Matt. <laughs> I th- Believe... I think Wizards of the Coast probably heard our podcast, <laughs> and they, uh, and when, they they heard us griping and yelling and, and like bitching about their uh, dice roller, so they mm-hmm. took it down so they could retool it before putting it back up more perfect right. for our the, purposes. The, they're like, so. oh, I mean, we're not going to, uh, we've, we've got to, we're not going to fix it live, we're going to take it down. We're going to take it away from you, so you can yeah. understand what the loss of it feels like. Then right. we're going to fix it, and then we're going to put it back and charge you 99 cents per roll. <laughs> <laughs> we're, yes. We're, All right. What are we it. rolling? What, what are okay. we looking at here? I got a dog over here squeaking. He has to go what, outside. So let's what is index 673? Wow. Ooh. Uh, do we go up oh, or down? Next time. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh Jesus! Why are you laughing? Oh, <laughs> uh, Derek's fucking revenge. Derek's revenge. Yes. I love it. Oh my God! We almost had the Incredible Hulk, but no, we get the Legend of Sarmati, Siegfried and Roy. That's right. Four episode series awesome. from 1996. Nice. It only had four episodes before they canned it. That's fucking awesome. Okay, bro. I have a challenge for us. A mm-hmm. challenge. Can we oh, get no. this? With, no. Can we get through this without a single gay joke? Nope. Can we do it? <laughs> oh, maybe, but I don't think we can get through it without the the joke about the fucking tiger mauling Siegfried. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah. No, I, that's I, still I think funny. We can... <laughs> Oh, without a single yeah, gay yeah. joke, that's easy. Yeah, that, I mean, well, yeah, this, that's, this is 2022. Yeah, that's We're not savages Yeah, that's here. distasteful. Gay jokes are distasteful. A lion but mauling a, mauling a man? joke? Uh, nope, we're making jokes about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and it looks like we rolled episode two. Is that correct? That's correct. It's literally a D4 where you're just like, yep. like All right, it. well, let's do right in the, the Right end. in the mid-series when they've run right out of ideas. Middle. <laughs> <laughs> right halfway through the second episode 
where they realize that this show blows. <laughs> All right, I believe oh episode gosh. two is Kingdom of Gold. Nice. Ooh. Actually, this looks like it's pretty nicely animated. I love gold. I'm surprised. It, yeah, I'm sure it was, but it also sucked. It ran for four shows. Maybe it was a miniseries. I doubt it. Well, you'll get to be you'll get to research it, Derek, because you're doing this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! Nice. I hope it's nice. as good as the one I just did. Oh, that's a, that I'm retiring from this shit. I'm done. <laughs> this, is, this is the best episode ever. I just literally texted my wife like tonight's show was a good one. Yeah, I agree. Oh god. All right. Oh, beautiful. Good. It's <laughs> so okay. beautiful. Can I watch more Starfleet X Power? No. Soon. You may not. God damn it. Soon. Don't, don't ruin my fucking hopes and dreams like that. Cause David controls the supply. <laughs> Oh god. He's, he's our dealer. Imperials. Well, he's Captain America. Well, he's the Imperial <laughs> fleet who landed on a planet that was blowing up. Well, according to the deal we just made, that's the episode we're doing next week is episode yeah. 1. So <laughs> Yay. So so how are we going to determine who does the summaries? Oh. Are we just going to have Derek do all the summaries of that if that's the case? Oh yeah, we got who's our victim here? That's an interesting question. Oh, God. Can we do it to Mike? Can we, like, give this to <laughs> no. Mike? <and> see? <laughs> no. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to violently vote against that. Uh, I don't because... know. <laughs> it's sort of like a gift to him in a way. All right. So we are doing X-Bomber again next week. Well, we are, but that's not what's going to be on the podcast. Right. I know. But we're recording X-Bomber next week. I mean, if if you guys want me to do another X bomber, I will. <laughs> you're, so, you're so noble, Derek. I will. I will happily jump on that grenade. I, I I kid you not. This I think has been the most fun I've had doing an episode. Nice. Like this, I fucking loved this show. <laughs> nice, nice. I I'm fine with that. Uh, David, are you okay with just having Derek summarize all of it? Do you, Do you want to do all of it? Or- I mean, let's let's. Give it a start, and we'll see if I if I kind of get burned out. But like, I, I feel like X Bomber really kind of plays into the way that I like to summarize things, where I don't really get nitty gritty. And I'm like, and then in the next scene, she just tells him where she's at. Yeah, <laughs> and we're just like, yeah, we don't got a lot. Yeah, that's precisely what I, happened. You really we don't get a lot of nuance. The, well, you yeah. gotta wonder about the nuance in like the Japanese version. Like, if they actually went into details and like everything, but for the dubbing. Whoever was doing the dubbing was just like, fuck it. Just have her tell them where she is. It'll cut 15 minutes of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Just do it. He's, I mean, they literally cut an episode out. They yeah. cut episode 18 out because the whole thing was nonstop flashback. The UK Wait, guys were like, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a bottle like, show. This is fucking stupid. Yeah, I'll, 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 again, I'll do these until if I get, if, I can definitely do these for the next few weeks. Okay. Uh, when it's just me at home. When the wife and kid are back, I think it'll be a little bit more in between, and then we can stack a couple up before we cut. I, I'm whatever. willing to let but. Derek have it until he's tired. I would be up for that, too. Thanks, guys, for giving me your vote of approval. Because it, oh, yeah. it kind of clears me up to just make poo-poo and, and penis <laughs> jokes. <laughs> it is. It is nice to be... You know the bleacher seats. Yeah, yeah. On some of these, but like, yeah, we're not again. 
No. I mean, when you find one that you really like, it's also really fun to be the guy who, who's leading the discussion. All right, so we're, we're, we'll do Starfleet next week if Mike is back. Okay. Okay. So on a future episode of Amazingly Terrible, we'll be watching The Legend of Sarmati, Siegfried and Roy, Episode 2, The Kingdom of Gold. But next time on Amazingly Terrible, we'll be watching The Critic, Episode 21, Frankie and Ellie Get Lost. And eventually, on Amazingly Terrible, I will be walking you guys through the entire catalog of Starfleet X-Bomber, start to finish, <laughs> so we can examine this Tolkien-esque <laughs> adventure through the year 2999 in October, two Earth months. Is it Tol- before? Is it Tolkien est or is it a Tolkien fest? <laughs> I just plan on drinking heavily yeah. while I review these, and it's going to be amazing. Nice. We're going to figure out things like why does Princess Lamia have amazing bangs? Why <laughs> <laughs> why is Barry Hercules so much more competent than his other two compatriots? But he's not in charge. Yeah. What, but why does Captain Com- Commander Makarika or whatever the fuck her name is have bolt-on fake tits? Why <laughs> Why is the galaxy under it? I don't even know. We're going to just look at shit. I just want to see the balloon animals that that uh, jerk-off monster can make out of his pecs. That is entirely yeah, true. Yeah, why? Like, we don't even know what the central why conflict is. Why is Mothra is. abominable, like the abominable Mothra? Like, why does he have six pecs? Also, it looks like it looks like he's about four feet tall. Yeah, and he's got like antennae. Yeah, yeah. Gl- go- glowing gold eyes. Yeah, he's got fur. Like, what is he? What what animal is he? I don't know. Well, no, no. We'll, we'll we I will think, soon find. I out. think he's he's so. like a subspecies from Lamia's planet that they have bred as a uh, conolingus machine. <laughs> but Lonnie is a human, right? I mean, she's the F zero one, but she's some sort of human. I would be willing not... to bet that she's a, she's the princess of another alien race on another yeah. planet. If I, I, I know I, my I stupid Japanese tropes, I imagine that's the case as well. Oh, okay, so the so. males of their species look like an abominable snowman <laughs> fucked Mothra, yeah, yeah. and the females of their species look like. Tits. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like she's evolved, she's co-evolved with the males of her species, so she's like leading all these Earthmen along because she looks like them. But actually, she's only sexually interested in, in the jerk-off monster. <laughs> yeah, I'm down with that. Let's do it for let's, amazingly terrible. Let's get weird. I have been the fat one. <laughs> For Amazingly Terrible, I've been the uh, sleepy and grumpy one. For Amazingly Terrible, I've been the pirate marooned on an unknown planet. (laughs) One. (laughs) One. (laughs) And I'll see you viewers next week. This is Barry. Go fuck yourself. Barry fucking Hercules. Barry with his Hercules. Peace! That's right. A new podcast, Star Amazingly Fleetable, is on its way. It may not be available on all platforms yet, but stay tuned to this podcast and we'll announce when Star Amazingly Fleetable is available. I'm rewatching the robot fight right now.
and yeah. there's this, there's an obvious scene where the robot swings down <laughs> to to blow up the missile embankments, and it, this is yeah. when Barry says, "Give him the old one-two." And yeah, the yeah. first swing the robot makes it, he basically lands like two feet away from the embankment, and the embankment explodes with so much light that you can barely see the fuck up. But it's obvious yeah. the guy in the robot suit could not see what he was doing. It just was swinging wildly. No, I think he rocks. could see what he was doing. The, those little models are expensive. They're not going to let this guy smash. <laughs> yeah, but then again, they're setting the suit on fire, so they must have multiples of these things. Well, they have they more stuntmen. <laughs> <laughs> that's true I mean the suit was made of cardboard the, yeah. the stuntmen yeah. were fungible the models were not those mm-hmm. took time those take a skilled man hours there's <laughs> always more stuntmen 